Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Thank you all for coming tonight. A very special performer here down from the Twin Cities. Very happy to introduce Mr. Nigel Egg. That's a stage name. It's a stage name. Yes. Nigel Egg. Yeah, it's a well thought out stage name. <laughs> <laughs> it's catchy. I get, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my real name is Eccleston. Yeah. And uh, now I've kind of given it away. What I should have done is held up the letters on a card and say, How would you pronounce this? <laughs> people go, Please. Question mark? <laughs> but yeah, Egg, Eggleston, and do, do as, as slang, do your friends call you Egg? Well, actually, my, I used to be called Neg in high school because my initials are N-E-G Eccleston, Nigel uh -huh. Edward George Eccleston. So I was Neg because in England and, and India, interestingly, you're known by your initials and your last name. Ah. <laughs> N-E-G Eccleston. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So it sounds very official. <laughs> no first names. No. <laughs> I, I got a kick because I don't think you're playing this song tonight, but uh, I got a kick out of an MP3 that you sent me. 
that was it's titled uh, <clears throat> "You Can't Sing the Blues If You Have a British Accent." Well, that, you, you, right? you can't you sing can't. the blues <laughs> with an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> so I so I made this little list, and and I want you okay. Um, <clears throat> now now y- yay or nay on uh, are they actually blues singers? Okay. Okay. Eric Clapton. Yes. Yes. Jack Bruce. Yes. Rod Stewart. Yes. Joe Cocker. Yes. John Mayle. Yes. Mick Jagger. Yes. Spencer Davis. Yes. Peter Green. Peter Green. Yes. I, I see where we're going with this. Mick Fleetwood. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Alex- Is that right? Is he? I mean, I know he's a drummer. I wouldn't think. I put him on the list. I agree. Alexis uh, Corner. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Steve Winwood. Oh yeah. Ian Siegel. New. Fairly Ian new. Siegel. Don't know him. I I didn't either. Uh, Joss Stone. Again. Okay. Just and she's one of the really newcomers. She's more like pop, uh, rock, blues, but she's a soul singer. But cool. do they sing that. with an accent? That, I guess, would be the question. Do they I, s- heard, uh, I was at the uh, International Blues Competition a couple of years ago, and they, they have international entries. It's in Memphis every year in February. Uh-huh. And uh, there was one Italian woman who came and sang blues in Italian, um, and I, maybe one or, or two in English. But yeah, I mean, it came yeah. across. It was good. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 Now, I know what, you, what, you, what you're getting at with that. It was really about um, uh, uh, your comment on the, on well, the website. English. You never had a, hell, a hellhound on your trail. No. You know? no. I mean, so so you, get a diff- you get a different kind of blues, obviously, than a... Uh, yeah, I'm a middle-class white American. Yeah. Know? I am. And, you know, but you still get the blues. Yeah. Or something, you know, and, uh, and sing about it. Yeah. But Definitely. It didn't happen, you know... Like it used to happen. Yeah. It sort of happens just in a boring day to, boring day to day stuff is what gives yeah. you the blues. Well, and now you're back on the road. Now you are, right? You're, you, now you're, you're, you're starting I'm your music career. I'm quitting my day over. job. Yeah, I'm quitting yeah. my day job, a place I've worked for 25 years. Go back to doing music yeah. full time. <laughs> Put four kids through college. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, one's still there. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he got the ultimatum. He's, he's gotten the ultimatum from me yeah. every year for the past 15 years, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we met... But his mother spoils him. <laughs> oh. yeah, I hope she's listening tonight at home. <laughs> yeah. But you, we met uh, several years ago in Minneapolis at um, the Acadia Cafe. There the was Acadia, a demo, yep. a songwriter's um, n- night with several right. people on the bill, and, and we, we heard you and thought... I mean, this was, that was well before we even started doing this show. But so I'm glad that you stayed on our radar because it's, yeah. it's fun to have you here tonight. Yeah, that was actually my first yeah. gig. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. no way, really. That was my first gig after deciding. Yeah, yeah. But I'm your your past. Again. I'm curious about this. Uh, so, uh, veteran of '70s British blues rock scene, pre Supertramp and Mott the Hoople. You said when they were Daddy and Silence. I don't remember that. So they were. Yeah, Supertramp was kind of a. They had the keyboard player had family money or something and they had quite an excellent financial backing mm-hmm. and they actually spent a year in Germany getting their act together yeah. that must be and nice. their money people said oh you need a lead singer because they didn't like Roger Hudson's singing <laughs> yeah. and so they auditioned lead singers and uh, so I, I auditioned and jammed with them and got called back for another audition yeah and then they were trying to they wanted someone that played saxophone so they ended up hiring a saxophone player who very rarely sang ah <laughs> and Roger of course had Huge hits because of his great singing. Yeah, yeah. But it was yeah, it was a little brush with fame. For sure, that's yeah. very cool. Do you still? Um, did you ever get a hold of those guys later on? Did you run into them or? No, after I came over here. No. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, well, you know, London at that time it was, it was incredible. I mean, musicians were just coming to London from all over the world. I mean, look, Jimi Hendrix came to London. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was a little bit before that, but. And uh, so the music scene there was so fertile and so much going on. Well, I think at that point, Hendrix hadn't, I don't think he'd made it really big here yet when he was in London. I think that was the first, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody here, but that that was his... Oh, yeah, yeah, he he went to, yeah, Jazz Chandler recruited him out of Little Richard's band, I believe, and uh, groomed him and found him a backup band. Yeah. Yeah. So that mm. scene, London was certainly every bit as fertile as uh, L.A. and New York, and yeah. she, I guess in its own way. 
Madison. You know. Madison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, yeah. yeah. Well, but thanks for coming tonight. We're excited to be, glad to be part of this. And, and once you do uh, really hit the road big time, we hope you come back. I would certainly love to. Well, you're always yep. invited. In fact, uh, if you uh, get on my email list, then that way I'll tell you when I'm coming again. Then you can choose either to stay away from that place. <laughs> if you go to nigelegg.com, um, right on the front page there, it says sign up for free music downloads and my e email newsletter, which is... Uh, let's try to make it amusing, you know. This is in D. Okay. Any homeowners here? Homeowners or caretakers or... This is a homeowner song. Blues. You hugged me in the shower, the one I built brand new. You kissed me in the kitchen, I remodeled just for you. But now you just act cool. When I build you something new Tell me what your heart desires I'll go buy the tools I'm going to Home Depot one more time It's my third damn trip today But I don't mind I need a few more parts To build a way back to song runs through your mind. <laughs> it's my evil thought for the day. <laughs> Just play.
clear i mean it sounds like you're a newbie coming back to this but you uh first place in 2005 minnesota folk festival new song contest second place telluride brews and blues festival 2009 third place great river wisconsin the so great river festival in lacrosse right uh four-time winner walker art center uh minnesota spin contest highway 61 folk fest big top chautauqua you are not inexperienced. <laughs> no, <laughs> been doing no, this for, no, So, have you been? Have you been doing a lot of um, obviously contests and things like that? But um, more like open mic songwriter get-togethers. Yeah, um, I um, I'm very active in the Minnesota Songwriters Association, um, and we we you know we got two critique meetings a month. I I I'm religious. I love to get my songs critiqued. And re-critiqued and rewritten and critiqued and re-re-re-re-critiqued <laughs> until I'm sick of them, you know. Yeah. But um, it's the best thing for your songwriting, yeah. I think, is because it's so hard to know how other people are hearing them, you know, when you when you're doing them. Because I know what I meant when I wrote it, yeah. and so I got that picture going on in my head. But it, it it could just be that other people have got something completely different going on. Sure. That uh, you know. mm -hmm. how often does it happen though that you have a song that just out of the box this is it and you know this is it and you don't care what anybody else thinks about it this is it this is how this song is meant to be period yeah I don't really have many like that yep. I uh, <laughs> I end up changing them you know, <laughs> maybe at least, not many at least, people do. The, at least the words you know. yeah mm -hmm. but uh, yeah but some come out there real quick yeah and uh, usually the funny ones I enjoy writing those and so. And I think it's it's hard to be consciously funny. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to sort of tap into some weird. Do you record them or do you write them down as lyrics? Uh, both. Like how do you, yeah. Both. I do all things. I've always got um, uh, cards in my pocket and a pen, and actually, usually have I got a little recorder right there, you know, in case for a yeah. melodic thing. Have you figured out how to tickle yourself? Um, I seem to be constantly tickled, as far as that is concerned. 
you know, you hear I, you hear people say things or you see something, and yeah, you know, I think other people who are not songwriters don't know how fun that is to walk around and listen to yeah. little snippets of conversations and make up your own story. Yeah, based hope, on yeah. those steal their stories. You know, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. I, I love your emails, by the way. So seriously, this is. If, if you get on Nigel's email list, it, just to be entertained. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone actually takes you seriously, you're in a lot of trouble. You realize that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're going to show up someplace and do things that they're really not supposed to do. <clears throat> well, we're going to have another rubber glove night at Dusty's next week. <laughs> what does that Nancy mean? Nancy will be there. I take a box of rubber gloves with me. Oh, okay. Oh. And we do things with them, you know. Ah. Oh. And people put them on and sure. examine one another, and sometimes we'll we'll blow fill them up with water and freeze them. And I kind of want to go, but I'm kind of yeah. don't. I don't know. <laughs> this well, that's in Minneapolis. It's hygienic, if nothing else. Oh, well, okay. So that's, th that's in Minneapolis, that's right? Dust, Dusty's? Yeah, northeast Minneapolis. Okay. The old the old town part. Rubber I can glove walk night there from my house. That's, oh, a that's a brilliant rubber glove night. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, there's a song I do there that I, I can't do on this. I so. imagine that's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really, it, really, it really wouldn't be suitable. No, It's called That Was a Good SH something something. Yeah. <laughs> and it gets very detailed. I see. Did you do it at the Elbow Room last night in Chicago? No, no. no. It wasn't enough. Uh, I wasn't getting enough attention. Ah, crowd participation. Right, that, that would have gotten their attention. There, probably. Yeah, that's <coughs> Maybe not negative attention. <laughs> yeah. Should I play? Sure, please. This is another little. I call it a blues. It's not really a blues, but it's. The only light in the room is from the big red numbers 1207, 1208 Katie said she'd be home by 11 It's not like her to be late without calling I try to visualize pleasant things But I can't stop the pictures of my daughter in trouble I wish I knew where Katie was My favorite picture of Katie was taken on the beach in England when she was four Holding up a double ice cream cone like the Statue of Liberty holds up a torch She's got an ice cream beard and a big wide smile for her daddy with the camera I wish I knew where Katie was She went out with her friends on the hockey team She's smart, she's strong, she's left, plays D I'm sure it was fine It's what parents do She likes to say she's the favorite child Someday she is, someday she isn't Gonna call the other parents if she doesn't get home in the next 20 minutes I hope to God she's alright, I hope I don't kill her when she finally walks in the door I wish I knew where Katie was She's gonna leave next year and be a college girl She's smart, she's strong, works hard, makes friends I won't know where she is or what she's doing, who she's with, who she loves I just wish she'd hurry up and get home I wish I knew where Katie was Thank you That's actually my personal favorite of my, of my songs that I've written I always enjoyed doing that one And that's on the new CD
It's on the CD. Yeah. But, yeah. Big, yeah. A Big Bang Baby Boom. Yeah, Big Bang yeah. Baby Boom. Say that five times real fast. Big Bang So of that list that I was talking about before, there's people that aren't that are are blues singers, but that sing with British accents because they're from England. Well, they don't really sing with British accents. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I didn't. I mean, when I was in high school, we had we started, you know, just some Chuck Berry and then John Mayall. We did some John Mayall tunes and started Paul Butterfield even and. Oh, thank you very much. Nice. Oh, wasn't that nice? <laughs> I'm assuming that's not Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, you don't look like a nice person, but you actually <laughs> 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 um, Bought me a glass of water, a full glass of water for listeners at home. Lovely. But... Uh, so where were we? We were talking, we're talking about, about uh, uh, the British blues singers, high school. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, high yeah. school rock and roll band. Yeah, I wanted to sound like Wilson Pickett. So you know, in high school, my I'm trying to go. I'm going away till the midnight. Yeah, ruined my voice forever. <laughs> and Otis Redding. I mean, we we wanted to sound like we were soulful. You know, mm-hmm. so we worked quite hard at imitating uh, black singers, sure. African American <laughs> singers, and. Uh, you know, like you, you mentioned Spencer Davis, where Steve Winwood, I mean, right there, at 16 years old, the mm-hmm. guy's doing those early things. It sounded like, you know, Ray Charles meets Otis Redding or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. That, it's true, though. You get, yeah, that can either <clears throat> expand your vocal palette or it can destroy your voice trying to sing like somebody else and not finding your own voice yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. Which yeah. hopefully we do at some point. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I do at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But you, you do sing with a British accent, though. You knew that. A little bit. Uh, of one. Yeah. Yeah. At home, people think I'm American. Now, uh-huh. when I go back. Well, you've yeah. got a, sort of that half-British accent now. Well, yeah. You've changed certain words, especially yeah. in the singing. I just noticed one word. Yeah. Well, I can't if I try you. to sound more English, um, people in England think... That I'm an American imitating an English accent. Ah, so. yeah. Oh, <laughs> that must be. I was trying to do my Nigel Tuff and all that really didn't work. Yeah. Well, play along, Sure. Do. I don't know what time we got here. Let's see. Oh, we can play. What time do we? have all night. Uh, I'm so, um, we're fine. It's called Tax on the Blues. I think I'll do it in E. Talking about a blues tax? A blues tax. Awesome. That's what we need right now. I recently changed from A to E on this. So let's see. Let's hope I get it. It's a pretty basic 12 bar blues, and sometimes I go to the four chord. Um, sometimes I don't. <laughs> okay. But if it sounds kind of like a chorus, I'm probably going to do it with a four chord. Okay. If it sounds like a verse, I probably won't. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> well, have you heard the news? They put a tax on the blues. That's right. See, some people got more than their share. The government says, well, that isn't fair. If you feel down, how did you lose? Gotta pay a tax on the blues. You get the lonesome blues, you pay a dollar. Walking blues will cost you five. You get the mean down, dirty, low down, worst kind of blues to have. Tax is gonna bleed you dry. See, we gotta spread the wealth around. That's how the tax on the blues went down. So if your woman left, you best be happy. Even if she drove off in your car 
Johnson, he managed to save his skin. He let the devil pay the tax for him. Well, now you heard the news. They put the tax on the blue. Some people got more than their share. Government says that isn't fair. If you feel downhearted, you lose. Well, you gotta pay a tax on the blues. I don't want to pay no tax on a blue. No tax. No tax on a blue. No tax, 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 no tax on the blues. No. Please, please, no tax. Tax on the blues. But that could save us if we had no. <laughs> I'm just saying. How else are we going to get these people to pay any taxes? Oh, yeah. Only hmm. guts the blues. Oh, oh. <laughs> Squeeze them. Are there no workhouses? <laughs> Can I do kind of a weird one? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I guess. I don't know. You're wearing a pink jacket. What kind of question is that? And pink sneakers. That's awesome. Pink jacket by Nancy Schultz of SchultzColor.com. Linda, right? Linda? <laughs> her sister Linda came to see her sister's creations on my body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not often that we have guests with uh, designer clothes on here. Since it's a uh, radio show, we could do a little modeling, couldn't we? I could get uh, a little more comfortable, so to speak. Take it off, take it off. That's awesome. Yeah, Nancy is an artisan dyer. It's uh, not tie dyed, it's dyed. And, uh, it's dye dye. Dye dye, yeah. yeah. Baby lay 
can't open the door to our room where my baby lay. Our warm skin is still printed on the sheets and blankets she betrayed. really cool i love the chord movement and all that yeah the thanks funky you're still out on that one i have to say that's a very recent song nice i like it do you have another another album in the works yeah I, I really haven't done as much on it as i thought i would have done by now but i got plenty of songs that's for sure. sure so it's just a matter of getting in and hiring some musicians and all yeah. that kind of good stuff oh. Losing another year of life. <laughs> 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 so have you got some big gigs coming up? No, I the Glove Night at Dust is the best thing I've got, right? That sounds now, big. Because I was, I'm actually, I'm, I am planning November and December mostly doing for, practicing for recording. It's a whole different kind of, I hate rehearsing and yeah. practicing. And, uh, probably shows, but, um, <laughs> which is why I want to get a lot of gigs so I don't have to practice as much. But, and, Trying to practice for something you're going to record, like a guitar part or something like mm -hmm. that, it's just like a whole different. You know, I can't yeah. do both at one time. Wouldn't it be great to be able to afford to like block out a studio for like two months yeah. and go in there and actually, you know, like the big rock people do or whatever, uh, half a year, and and just have the the luxury of being able to write songs in the studio and yeah. waste two days trying to write a song and have not the champagne know. deliver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Ah, but alas. Well, my first band in London is, is a predecessor. This that the band that broke up when I was auditioning for the you know the, the bands that became famous. Uh, the drummer in that band was the Polydor Records studio manager, so we in fact did have unlimited studio time nice. in a main Polydor studios in London. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it is nice. 
Didn't appreciate it at the time, I guess. <laughs> were you, at that point, were you primarily a songwriter, or were you doing other no, things? No, I, I was a, basically just a student, you know. And I answered an ad in Melody Maker, which is the British trade paper for musicians. They're looking for a singer, and auditioned, and got this. It was crazy. I mean, the, the band. It was called Nexus, and this guy at Polydor. It was his dream baby, and uh, he he wanted he played drums in the band, and uh, he really knew his stuff. And he, of course, he was totally connected. We had um, George Ogomelski producing us. He was, I mean, not, he was the Rolling Stones' first manager and had his own record label. And Chaz Chandler came to check us out, mm -hmm. Jimi Hendrix's manager, to see if he wanted to manage us. But we sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we sucked. You know. Too bad we didn't have a good songwriter. Uh, what, what do your kids think about that now? And you, they know these stories, have heard these stories. Do they, do they go, wow, that's cool, Dad? Or are they like, yeah, whatever? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I got to. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're my uh, the best. Bring you back to ground things. You know, I had a great gig. I had them in the palm of my hand. You know. Yeah. The room was hushed. I'm not going to tell you what I say after the gig about you. Okay. <laughs> the lies I tell. Um, and they go, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Dad. Okay. Open a beer or something and shut <laughs> up. <laughs> but someday they'll understand. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Are so they musicians themselves at all? Or? They, they, um, in one way or another, they are. Yeah. My oldest son actually was a jazz saxophone major at Lawrence uh, oh, University, cool. oh. and um, then came to Chicago to try and make it in the jazz scene, <coughs> which oh, was man. a mistake. You know, um, he should have stayed in Minneapolis where. We knew all the jazz people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Chicago jazz scene is really, uh, really smoking right now. It's great. Yeah. I bet. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was a few years ago, but yeah, they all do something or other, musically. Yeah. Do you have kids? No, we have cats. Cats. <laughs> they they kind of tell us our opinion of music, but yeah. um, they don't really join in that much. Yeah. Not we're we're teaching them how to talk though. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. By ignoring them at times when we can tell they want something, hmm. so they're learning to. <laughs> you know, to really you're encouraging them. To yes, make those yeah. yeah. One, uh, some of our, our some of our old friends uh, <clears throat> have always referred to us as the childless bastards. The childless but, bastards. Yeah, that's who we are in their book. They love us and we love them. But oh, that's the way to be mad. Who'd have kids if they? If, I mean, once you've been a parent, why would you ever have kids? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I've got something to write songs about. You know, but actually being a parent and having those little bastards. You know, <laughs> You knew then what you know now. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> well, we've got we'll time for a couple team. more. Yeah. Sure. Oh. Sure. That's it. Let's see. That's stadium rock, man. <sighs> okay, this is my pop blues song. Someone should record this one because I think it goes. Be a radio song when Thank you. 
shirt hanging on the bedroom chair she took me home she said i like the way you say what's on your mind i can tell you really can most guys don't well they act so cool with their stupid pickup lines tell me if this makes you wanna Thank you very much, thank you. Do you like my egg uh, table? I do, oh, oh yes. <laughs> it's nice. totally shaped like an egg. It's totally pink. Yes. And egg. Pink and gold. Yeah. Those are your After, colors, aren't they? They are, yes, my yeah. brand colors, pink and gold. Mm -hmm. I wish I had merchandise to sell. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we know what color it would be, or will be. It will be, we can imagine it. <clears throat> it's, uh, it'll be like virtual. Virtual merchandise. Yes. <laughs> and you can still pay me for virtual merchandise. You know, it's a wonderful age, isn't it? it, it so you go to nigelegg.com, N-I-G-E-L-E-G-G.com. Yes. That would be good. Find out. Yeah. Get time for one more. One yeah. more, yeah. Yes. Let me see. Nigel Egg. Thank you. 
Thanks very much. You've been great. Love playing for you. Thank you very much for having me. What a treat. I mean, it's just a total treat for me. Thank you. Well, thank you for being on, Nigel. Nigel Egg. Go to nigelegg.com, N-I-G-E-L-E-G-G.com, all the way here from the Twin Cities. And uh, thank you all for listening here tonight. And We'd like to thank the Brink Lounge and WORT 89.9 FM. Yep. And Mr. Andy Valley from Bear Sound, in front of house, and our podcast and broadcast producer. And uh, WRT 89.9 FM. And uh, and Adam. Adam! It's your friend Adam. He's back here. Right Adam! <laughs> and you can listen to all of our past podcasts on at madtoastlive.com and on iTunes. Thank you all for listening. <laughs>